All right, good afternoon. Another edition of the Prophets Fix football podcast show. Phase two of the offseason continues, but at the same time, it is almost to its conclusion. Two teams in the NFL from this past January's NFL 2021 tournament that was played in January of 2022, they were bounced out of the postseason after their second games that they played in the postseason. Tampa Bay Buccaneers played against the Philadelphia Eagles in round one Super Wild Card weekend as the number two seed, and they defeated the Eagles uh, handsomely and handily in St. Petersburg, Tampa Bay, Florida. And then, of course, the Buffalo Bills played against the New England Patriots in Buffalo, New York, and they absolutely and totally eviscerated Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots in round one. And then Buffalo Bills had the greatest divisional round playoff game in NFL history. I believe they automatically exalted themselves over all of the years of the NFL, all 102 years of the NFL, automatically exalted themselves to the number one spot after that game was played against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, if not the number one spot, definitely the top three, right? I mean, just watch that game again and think about it. That is a game that I watched from beginning till end more than once. I still have it DVR'd, and when the time comes, I am going to watch that game again from beginning to the end. The final six scoring possessions between the Bills and the Chiefs is just absolutely totally unbelievable and that was the game that finally changed the scoring overtime rules in the postseason for the NFL good afternoon it is Tuesday June 21st 2022 and this is the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show post 2022 NFL draft roster review of your no not the Buffalo Bills that's going to be the next podcast show your Tampa Bay Buccaneers what do the Buccaneers and the Buffalo Bills have in common immediately? Well, number one, they both won a game in January of 2022 this year. And then after the first game that they won in the postseason, they both lost their game in the postseason. And both of those divisional playoff round games was thrillers. Not only that, in the same weekend, the number one seeds, the Titans and the Packers went down in the postseason First time in a very long time that the number one and number two seeds both went down in the same weekend. It is 5.02 p.m. Central Standard Time. Good afternoon to everyone out there. It is approximately on the Atlantic Eastern Coast, Eastern Time Zone. It is 6.02 p.m. Good afternoon, early evening to you over there. It is 4.02 p.m. Mountain Time. Good afternoon to you in the Mountain Time Zone. One hour behind me, two hours behind me, 3.02. And now 3.03 p.m. Pacific Division Time. Good afternoon. This is the Prophets Fix Football Podcast Show. Yet again, another Phase 2 roster review show. And this roster review show is on your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes, they still have Tom Brady. Post-2022 NFL Draft, they no longer have Rob Gronkowski. Gronkowski announcing his retirement on today. Also being announced, nothing that has to do with the Buccaneers or the Buffalo Bills, but the Cleveland Browns, 22 
of the 24 sexual misconduct allegation cases, civil suits, coming to a close for Deshaun Watson, franchise quarterback, formerly of the Houston Texans and now the Cleveland Browns. Four of the cases were not resolved. Four were not resolved. Um, And I need to correct myself because I just realized what I said. 20 of the 24 resolved. 21, 22, 23, 24. Four of the 24 cases not resolved. 20 of the 24 sexual misconduct allegations, civil cases have been resolved as a settlement was paid. It's not given to the public so we don't know the amount of money and I'm gonna be honest I've always been that type of person where I don't need to know anyone's personal business I don't need to know anyone's name when it comes to their personal business I've always been like that your business is your business my business is my business it's not because I'm doing something I should not be doing but it's just a part of being a civilized American in America Your business is your business. My business is my business. Let's keep it that way. It should not be shared with anyone. And um, at the end of the day, I don't need to know who's involved in these cases. You know, um, the public, for some strange reason, they need to know. They have to know why I don't know. It's none of my business. You know, um, how did all of this come about with Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Watson advised everyone out there in the world over a year ago that he was facing not one, not two, but three cases. And his words specifically was, three people have come after me for money. It's a money grab. I have not done anything wrong. I respect everyone. I have not offended anyone. I have not committed any crime. And it's going to come out in the next few days that I've done things wrong. And it's a money grab. Those were his lines. And I'm paraphrasing it. But verbatim, that's basically what he said. By Wednesday of that same week, it was four civil lawsuits. And by the end of that same week, That four grew to 10. A week later, that 10 grew to 17. And it very quickly grew to 22 lawsuits. The time came where Deshaun Watson was going to settle 18 of those. But he didn't want to settle 18. He wanted to settle all 22 at one time. He did not play for the Houston Texans last year. And before these civil lawsuits even came about, he was not going to play for the Houston Texans. He wanted to be traded, period, in the discussion. But common sense is telling me in the back of my mind that he knew what he was doing. He knew that eventually what was in the darkness and what he was hiding was going to eventually come to the light. He tried to be proactive and get everything out on Twitter, which is what he did that Sunday evening early Monday morning of that week over a year ago during the offseason after he asked to be traded after he said he would no longer play for the Houston Texans and here we are 
over a year later, two summers later, after all of these allegations has begun. And look, bottom line is this. He should have settled 18 of the 22 day one. And he will not be where he is right now. And in conversations, and I know this show is supposed to be about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers post-2022 NFL draft, but this is huge news. But at the end of the day, the bottom line is this. I was in conversation with the missus here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show, coming to you live from Houston, Texas, in the Prophets Pick Studios, forward slash media centers. And um, over the last few days, I've explained to her, in life, you have situations where you do not create the problem. And then in life, you have situations where you are the creator of the issue that you're currently dealing with. You are the creator of the drama. And at the end of the day, you can't get mad at someone because of a situation that you created. You're either going to be a person that creates drama for yourself or you're going to be a person that creates peace for yourself in your life. That's ultimately your decision. And at the end of the day, there are going to be a lot of things in your life that you have no control over. Things are just going to happen. Perfect example, a nail in your tire. What did you do to get that nail in your tire? In a lot of cases, you didn't do anything wrong. You just got the nail in your tire. That's a situation that was created all on its own. You wasn't speeding. You wasn't driving in a bad part of town. You wasn't driving on a bad road. It's just that nowadays there's all type of debris on the road. No matter if it's an expressway or a regular neighborhood road and you have a nail in your tire. What do you got to do? You got to find another tire. You got to replace it. That's something that I'm dealing with right now. But then you have situations that you create on your own. And I've said this since day one concerning Deshaun Watson. This is a situation that he created on his own. And this is where the Houston Texans come in at. They have to be responsible and accountable for their part in this as they enabled him and provided Instagram masseuses for Deshaun Watson when he asked the Houston Texans for masseuses and every single NFL player. And I'll shut up at this point with this last comment. Every single NFL player that has had to comment about this whole entire Deshaun Watson in, in uh, situation. They have said that they have had one masseuse their entire career, most specifically. And I quote Chris Sims from pro football talk. He said that if the masseuse was attractive when he was a franchise quarterback, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You guys see how I brought this show full circle from Deshaun Watson, Cleveland Browns to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You like that, don't you? I know, I do too. Whenever a masseuse was attractive, his wife would be in the room with him. She would say, and this was a show from last week, quite frankly, his wife would say, you know what? I'm going to go out and I'm going to go and uh, get my nails done and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. When he was a quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, And Chris Sims will say, well, I got a masseuse coming today to work the glutes out and give me a massage because you saw the game, sweetheart. I got banged up this past Sunday, so I need to get rubbed down really good. 
Chris Sims' wife would then go and see who the masseuse was, if it was a woman or man, if it was a woman, and his wife saw that she was attractive. Again, I'm not making this up. I'm not misquoting anything. You can go and watch Pro Football Talk. These were words from the mouth of Chris Sims. And at the end of the day, Chris Sims' wife said, you know what? She's kind of attractive. She looks like she could be trouble. A woman's discernment means something in today's world. Chris Sims' wife would be like, you know what? Let me go and do my pedicure or my shopping later. Let me sit in and be a witness for this massage therapy session that my husband is going to get. And another thing too, Chris Sims never had more than one masseuse. You're talking about 24 cases. And then we don't know how many other cases are out there for Deshaun Watson. So obviously something is up. Another thing that I said last year when this all came to the light was, for all we know, all of the services was already paid for. And they're just probably trying to get more money. Now, that's not the case for all 24 civil cases. But there are reports out there, whether they're factual or not, there have been a few reports that a couple of women involved in this, or should I say not involved in this, thought about getting involved in this. They were saying that, oh, you know, I had a massage session with Deshaun Watson, you know, that famous quarterback from the Houston Texans. He's fine and all of this other stuff. The stuff, you know, it's out there. The truth is out there. You just got to pull it up. You got to read it. But at the same time, you can't believe everything you read on the Internet. But at the end of the day, solid reports, truthful reports, quoted reports. And Deshaun Watson has settled once again, 20 of the 24 cases. So the question is, what's going to happen to the other four cases out of the 24? And then the nightmare scenario for the Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson is, are there any more out there besides the four that have not been settled? That was the only way Deshaun Watson was going to go ahead and get suspended this year for however long he's going to get suspended. And that was the only way that he was going to be able to give a rebuttal because the NFL Players Association is going to give a rebuttal because he was not criminally uh, indicted. But there was a settlement out of court in the civil courts. So at the end of the day, there's going to be some type of discipline rendered by the NFL offices in from New York, Park Avenue, New York, New York. All right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, June 21st, once again, 2022, Tuesday. Good afternoon, 15 minutes into the show. This is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers post-2022 NFL Draft. Aloha to everyone out there in Waikiki, Honolulu, Hawaii, as well as Anchorage, Alaska. You're listening to the Buccaneers post-2022 NFL Draft roster review show. This is a very important, very vital show. And the reason why is because if you are a Buccaneers fan, you need to pull up Buccaneers.com forward slash team forward slash players hyphen roster forward slash so that you can follow along with me as I grade every single positional room as well as the offense and the defense as a whole as I make my way to the finish line of the second phase of the offseason podcast shows and make my way to the beginning of the starting line of the third phase, which is 2022 predictions, divisional champions, all eight divisions of the AFC, NFC's 
North, South, East, and West divisions. I will predict who I feel will win every single division at the end of this upcoming 2022 NFL season. Last year, the Ravens did not win it. The Bengals won it in the AFC North. Last year, the NFC East, the Washington Commanders did not win it. The Dallas Cowboys won it. Those were the only two divisions that I predicted incorrectly. The other six, I got them right. I want that to be known. All right. Shopneolife.com forward slash forest health. Trivia question will come later on in the show. If you get it right, email me, theprofitspix at gmail.com, the correct answer. And then once you email me the correct answer, the show and the date of the show, which is part of the reason why I give the date and the day and the time of each and every show, I will email you a response. Hey, congratulations. You got the question right. You won the Profits Pick swag bag. Create it with a t-shirt inside along with a couple of other goodies by the missus here at the show. And that is Heavenly Hair, the online beauty boutique.com. Arigato Joey at soundcloud.com. Look him up. I am on Instagram at the Profits Picks 3180. I am on Twitter at Profits underscore picks. And Facebook Meta Business Suites or Meta Facebook Business Suites, however you go about pronouncing it, as well as YouTube channel. That is the Promise Fix Football Podcast Show. Once again, good afternoon. Welcome back to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know I started to show off talking about the Cleveland Browns with Deshaun Watson, and I mentioned really quickly that Rob Gronkowski is no longer a part of the Buccaneers. He is retiring at the age of 33. But... I'm pretty sure Tom Brady will make use of the tight ends that he has on the roster. And I will talk more about those five tight ends in a few moments. But at the end of the day, who does the Buccaneers have in their quarterback classroom besides Tom Brady? They have three holdovers. Ryan Griffin has been with the New Orleans Saints after being drafted by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a few years back. And it doesn't feel like that Ryan Griffin has been around eight seasons, but he indeed has been around eight seasons. He's 32 years of age, the same age as uh, Blaine Griffin. And he went to the University of Tulane. Blaine, not Blaine Griffin, excuse me, but Blaine Gabbert. Excuse me, Blaine Gabbert was drafted from the University of Mizzou or Missouri Tigers to be the franchise guy for the Jacksonville Jaguars, another Florida franchise that has been in dire straits for a franchise quarterback for many seasons. But at the end of the day, his quarterback classroom with backups, Blaine Gabbert, Ryan Griffin, and of course, last year, first round draft pick in 2021 of April, Kyle Trask from the University of Florida, 6'5", 236. His quarterback classroom without Tom Brady is a C minus. This quarterback classroom with Tom Brady is an A plus. Here's the thing. Tom Brady retired for 40 total days. That is so biblical right now. It just dawned on me after I said that. I really cannot even go into detail about that. I'll probably save that for the first show before the very first show of the new season. But if I'm not mistaken, Tom Brady literally retired for specifically 40 days and there's more to the story we know Bruce Arians after Tom Brady 
unretired for the Buccaneers. We know Bruce Arians retired, went to a front office position, and we know that Todd Boyles is now the head coach. I will talk more about that in the third phase of the Prophets Fix offseason slate of podcast shows. Running back classroom for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let me keep on going because if I don't, I'm going to babble on about that because there are so many things I can say about Tom Brady. I believe it was 40 days. I don't know why that just hit me the way that it did. Probably because I'm doing this show, but wow. Um, Leonard Fournette. A couple of years ago, Buccaneers was on that Super Bowl run. We didn't know that they were at the time. They did. Leonard Fournette was offered the front door to walk out of. He felt he was not getting enough playing time. Recently retired head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Bruce Arians, said that, you know what, you can get your you-know-what together because we know that Leonard Fournette and Bruce Arians are not filtered. They are unfiltered. And Leonard Fournette thought about what Bruce Arians said, and you know what? He came back. He got a lot of playing time in that postseason run. Tampa Bay Buccaneers ended up winning the Super Bowl to be the first team in their home stadium to do so. The Rams was the second team in NFL history to do so two years in a row. And here we are. Leonard Fournette drafted yet again and in relation to Blaine Gabbert in that quarterback room. Leonard Fournette drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars. A lot of Florida ties, a lot of SEC ties, a lot of Jacksonville Jaguars, Duval County ties for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And where am I going with this? This is where I'm going. Leonard Fournette is an A-plus starting running back, so much so that Ronald Jones III was sent packing this past free agency. So all of the spotlight is on Leonard Fournette now, wearing his old college LSU jersey number seven for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as the NFL relaxed their rules when it comes to jersey numbers. Giovanni Bernard is looking for his first Super Bowl championship he is going into year number 10 for the Tempe Buccaneers. Bernard and Kenyon Barner from the University of Oregon uh, is Mr. Kenyon Barner. Both of these guys are basically the same type of running back. Barner is just more of a special team specialist than Giovanni Bernard is. Giovanni Bernard was with the Cincinnati Bengals for many, many years, just like Andy Dalton was before he finally made his way to a winning team, um, unlike, by the way, Andy Dalton. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers did make some draft moves at the running back position. They have one rookie on the uh, roster as of right now. Running back classroom, because of the uh, experience of Giovanni Bernard and the experience of Kenyon Barner as a specialist and the experience of Leonard Fournette as a starter, is an A+. Let's not forget about Creshawn Vaughn. Quarterback classroom, A+. Running back room for the Buccaneers, A+. Buccaneers wide receiver room, Jaleon Darden going into year number two. He was a rookie draft pick last year as a first rounder for the Bucks. Mike Evans, jersey number 13, 65231 from Texas AM University. He is a beast. Quiet, not a diva. He will not let you punk him on the NFL field. He will fight you really quickly. And that's not trying to say anything negative. Um, that is actually a compliment. Um, not getting punked on an NFL football field, especially when you're that size, six foot five, two thirty-one. Most tight ends in the NFL in today's NFL is not that size. Um, 
Former Falcon Russell Gage is with the Tempe Buccaneers now. He's in year number five from LSU University. Uh, Tempe Buccaneers got a few rookie wide receivers, as does all of the other 31 NFL teams with rookie wide receivers. Former New York football Jet Vincent Smith, 6'3", 195 from Limestone University. Bershawn Perryman, a generational uh, Bloodlines wide receiver. His father played with the Detroit Lions. I remember those days. And then you got Tyler Johnson, who turned it up really good in the uh, Super Bowl run a few years ago for the Buccaneers. Cyril Grayson Jr. And then Chris Godwin, yet another one-year deal with the Buccaneers. Chris Godwin unfortunately got hurt last year. Look, Tom Brady is for not just himself getting paid, but his co-workers, his teammates getting paid. It's really unfortunate what has happened with Chris Godwin the last couple of years. One year um, franchise tender a couple of years ago. I was still in Boca Raton, Florida working at that job there. And here it is a year later. I'm now in Houston, Texas. And Chris Godwin, after being hurt, another franchise tender only because he got hurt. Other than that, he would have got big money. Six years in the league, Penn State University, 6-1-2-0-8. I don't even remember him playing at Penn State. That's how quickly these six years have went by. What is my point? My point is, wide receiver classroom for your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, St. Petersburg area, Tampa Bay, Florida, is an A+. Tight ends for your Tampa Bay Buccaneers is a B-. And the reason why is because Robert Gronkowski has... Retired. Three rookie tight ends in the Buccaneers classroom. And I don't know who listens to my podcast show. I do get the metrics. I do get the data back. I do get the demographics of the show. But at the end of the day, I honestly don't know who listens to my show. So when you start playing this particular show... Fast forward to 26 minutes and 19 seconds so that you can hear me say this over and over again. I am not aware that you listen to my show unless you tell me. So on yesterday, I said during the Bucks, beg your pardon, during the pack and during the Titans 2022 post NFL draft roster review shows that I was going to do the Buccaneers and the Bills today. Out of the blue, The news report comes in. Nobody knew that Deshaun Watson was going to settle these cases or he was working on settling them because he said he was not going to settle. He was going to fight it out in court. Before that report came down, Robert Gronkowski retiring. That report came down. And I have two conspiracy theories. The first conspiracy theory is Rob Gronkowski purposely did this so that he could help his boy Deshaun Watson out, right? Again, Deshaun Watson is wrong. He is flat wrong. He's wrong as a devil. Okay? Period. End the discussion. This is a situation that he created. He created this mess for himself. Okay? At the end of the day. Bottom line. He either pissed off the wrong person or he just could not control his desires and his urges. Okay? So at the end of the day, it's Deshaun Watson's fault. But conspiracy theory number one. Rob Gronkowski helping his boy Deshaun Watson out. Okay? I could be wrong about that. I've been wrong before. I'm human. I'm going to be wrong again later on today in the future. I'm human. Not trying to be wrong on purpose. 
I'm just saying, bottom line is, as long as we're human, we're going to be wrong later on down the road at some point in time. Nobody's perfect. We strive for perfection each and every day. Second conspiracy theory is, my boy Rob Gronk listens to the Prophet's picks and he knew that I was going to be talking about the Buccaneers today. So he went on ahead and said, yo, I'm going to retire the day that JCF of the Prophet's Fix Football Podcast Show does his retirement show. I have befriended Gronk and Tom Brady on my Instagram page for my podcast, as well as all 32 NFL teams, as well as ESPN and CBS. Therefore, there is no perverted stuff coming up on my Instagram feed. It's straight NFL. Or it's the Mrs. Heavenly Hair, the online beauty boutique. So, umph, take that. That is conspiracy theory number one and two. Conspiracy theory number three. It could be a combination of conspiracy theories number one and two. Because Cameron Braid at six foot five, 245, 30 years of age, eight years from the University of Harvard, Braid and Associates, Esquire. Yet another young man, last name, sounds like he has a law firm, right? Cameron Brait is one of the most underrated tight ends in the NFL, and Tom Brady will make anyone look like a superstar. But outside of Cameron Brait, Buccaneers don't have any tight ends. They just don't. I mean, you got three rookies, Cameron Brait, and Cody McElroy from Southeastern Oklahoma State. Who's Cody McElroy? Tight end classroom for the Tempe Buccaneers is a C minus. Once again, wide receivers A plus, running backs A plus, quarterback classroom is an A plus. Offensive line will dictate how good the rest of the offense can be. The game is won in the trenches, and defense wins championships. That's the way it always will be in the NFL. Tristan Wirfs is the starting tackle, one of the starting tackles for the Buccaneers. Donovan Smith is another starting tackle. Both Smith and, uh, well, Smith has been in the league for eight years. One of the backup offensive tackles, Josh Wells, was drafted the same year as uh, Donovan Smith. Smith drafted from Penn State. And then Josh Wells drafted from James Madison University. Tristan Wirfs drafted from the University of Iowa. Those are just a few of the offensive linemen. Buccaneers do have more. Those guys are A-plus and C-minus offensive linemen. Fred Johnson is an offensive lineman, 6'7", 326. Robert Hainsey, 6'4", 306. Notre Dame, going to tier number three. And then the actual offensive guards for the Buccaneers. They have a couple of rookies in Blackwell from Ball State and Gadecki from Central Michigan. But eight-year veteran vested offensive guard Shaq Mason, formerly of You guessed it, New England Patriots. He's a part of the Buccaneers offensive line. He's an A-plus, well, actually, he's a B-minus offensive guard, 6'1", 310. Aaron Stiney, 6'3", 312, 1-2, number 5 from James Madison University. First and foremost, the Buccaneers got a few players from James Madison University. That means something. Ryan Jensen, former Raven. Been with the Buccaneers for a few years now. Nine years of experience. Colorado State. Pueblo University. 6'4", 319. With Jensen. 
guards Mason and Stinney, tackles Wirfs and Donovan Smith, Tempe Buccaneers offensive line is an A+. Offense for the Tempe Buccaneers. You guessed it. A+. On the defensive side of the football now, way over my talk time. Almost three minutes to be specific. William Golston. Rashad Robinson is a cornerback going into year number six. Golston going into year number 10 from Michigan State. Former Chicago Bear, Akeem Hicks. Will make the difference. Part of the reason why reports came out earlier today that you guessed it. Nut cruncher. Or should I say interior thigh groin cruncher. And Damakon Sue is done with the Buccaneers, but he would desire he desires to still continue to play in the NFL. Raheem Nunez Roches from Southern Mississippi University, that is USM Golden Eagles. Fly Golden Eagles fly. This defensive line with the guys that I did name. Vitavea, Deidrin Sanat, Deidrin Sanat, formerly of the Atlanta Falcons. This is a defensive line that is still without Indomitian Sue, an A-plus D-line. Buccaneers defense getting off to a good start with a great from the Providence Mix Football Podcast show. Roster review, post-2022 NFL draft. Getting off to a good start with a grade of an A-plus on their D-line. Linebackers. Of course, they got a few rookies at the linebacker position. Three outside linebackers that are rookies. Shaq Barrett. Nine years. He played with the Broncos for many seasons. Underrated. He's got a Super Bowl ring, if I'm not mistaken, with the Bucks and the Broncos. Congratulations to him. Very successful career. One of the underrated linebackers in the NFL. He would be a defensive end in a 4-3. Six foot seven, 271 pounds, 25 years of age from the University of Iowa. Anthony Nelson. Elijah Ponder. One two, number two from Cincinnati. Jersey number 44. Another outside linebacker. Second year player, 6'5", 259. Joe Tyron Shoyinka from Washington University. Outside linebackers are a B-. Inside linebackers, A+. Levante David, Devin White. Enough said with those two guys, but I'm going to go a little bit further. Um, KJ Britt, as well as Grant Stewart. Stewart from H-Town, where I live at right now. That's awesome. Stewart is... 5'11", 230, once again, 23 years of age, going into year number two. The young man is a Super Bowl champion as well. Linebackers for the Buccaneers is an A+. Cornerbacks for your St. Petersburg area, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ross Cockrell, formerly of the Steelers, formerly of the Giants, is working in the slot with Starting edge cornerbacks, lockdown guys, both of them, 6'1", 206 pounds from the University of Auburn, Carlton Davis III, and Jamil Dean, beast cornerbacks in the NFL, enough said. From Central Michigan, Sean Murphy Bunting. Look, Davis III and Dean is so good that Murphy Bunting in the first few seasons of the careers of these three gentlemen that I just named, Carl Davis III, Dean, and Murphy Bunting. Murphy Bunting couldn't even get on the field unless it was as a third cornerback. So at the end of the day, cornerback classroom for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is an A+. Am I being generous today? Too generous? No, I'm not. Buccaneers are that team. 
What makes the difference for the Buccaneers being that team is Tom Brady. Offense will look way different if it was not for Tom Brady. The fact that Tom Brady is a franchise quarterback for at least one more year on that Buccaneers offense for the Buccaneers defense does not matter. It is Tom Brady. Now, the Buccaneers defense could still be an A+, but the question is, without Tom Brady, how much more better is that team as a whole? Safety classroom, Chris Koopa from Stony Brook University, Mike Edwards, formerly of the Eagles and a few other teams. I can't think right now off the top of my head. Four years into the league from the University of Kentucky, Logan Ryan finding his way from New York as a giant last season to the guy he used to play with in New England, Tampa Bay, 10 years, Rutgers University. Logan Ryan was brought onto the New England Patriots a few years ago. Um, draft-wise, that was when um, Bill Belichick was drafting all of these players from Ruggers. Like, he was drafting players from Ruggers like as if there was no other collegiate university to draft players from for the NFL. I mean, Deron Harmon, Rutgers, Logan Ryan, Rutgers. There were so many other players in that secondary that was being drafted from Rutgers University by Bill Belichick and uh, Logan Ryan was one of those guys. He is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer and he is now playing with Tom Brady. All right. Again, I should say Keanu Neal, formerly of the Falcons. He was with the uh, Dallas Cowboys last year. That first game of the season, I was on a cruise. Cowboys almost beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in that first game. Thursday Night Football, title defense game. Title defense Game will be the Bills and the Rams this year, um, this Thursday in September, the first Thursday. And the Buccaneers secondary, let's not forget about Antoine Winfield Jr. That's Antoine Winfield's son. And uh, that is yet another generational bloodline safety. Safety classroom, A-plus linebackers, A-plus cornerbacks, A-plus defensive backs, A-plus D linemen, inside linebackers, outside linebackers, A plus. Buccaneers offense, A plus. Buccaneers defense, A plus. This is a team that will be yet again this year a number one or number two. Or worst comes to worst, the lowest seed I see them being is a number three. Ooh, am I already talking about phase three of the offseason here at the Prophet Six Football Podcast Show? I don't want to do that. Buccaneers players, offense and defense combined, team is an A plus. Hope you have enjoyed. Tampa Bay Buccaneers post-2022 NFL Draft. Stay tuned. Coming up next, that other number two seed that lost in the second weekend of the January 2022 tournament, Buffalo Bills post-2022 NFL Draft. Everybody stay safe out there. One.